Honey, I'm home. Parker, what are you doing here? Sarah asked as she walked into her own kitchen. Her beautiful green eyes were gently swollen as though she had been crying. I didn't mean to surprise you. Harper said we could crash here because of all the ha! Larry laughed as he slapped both hands on the table like you'd just told him they were selling Gucci at Walmart. Sarah shot Larry a look. You and your little brother are welcome to stay here tonight. What? Larry chirped. Larry, you know everything in town is booked. They drove from Atlanta. We can put them up here tonight and they can stay at Water Street after that. First of all, he has a dog. Larry spoke like I wasn't in the room. Sarah looked at Piper, dead asleep, but sprawled out awkwardly on the kitchen floor like maybe her lady bits got stung and it felt good to press them against the cold tile. Or maybe her lady bits just felt good pressed against the cold tile, but I didn't want to think about it that way. The important part is Piper could sleep in any position, and sleeping dogs are generally low-risk propositions for rentals. Sarah looked back at Larry and said nothing, which seemed to be enough. Second... I'm storing my office files in the carriage house right now. I assume you meant the carriage house by Water Street. Larry, Sarah said sternly. Like I said, they can stay at the carriage house on Water Street, he conceded. Sarah nodded her head. Parker, I'm glad you're here because I want to finish our conversation. But first I have to talk to Harper. I think I owe it to her. Yes, by all means, where is she? Larry said as he popped up and away from the table, avoiding Piper like she had hoof-and-mouth disease. Larry, if you don't mind, I'd like to speak to her alone about a decision I made. Alone. But Sarah, I'm her father, he said, looking over at me as he said it, almost taunting. Yes, you are, Larry. Nobody can take that away. Please. I watched Sarah leave the room and my chest ached. She cried for months, Parker. I looked back at Larry, who sat down, smug face. I know, I know, and you changed her diapers. I was deflated. Instead of having been thrust into a new family, I felt like an outsider. No, dummy, Sarah. You accused her of being a gold digger. Sarah, a gold digger? That's funny. You idiot. She was in love with you, pregnant with your child, and you broke up with her. Wasn't she after my money? I never broke up with her. Did she tell you I broke up with her? She flat out left me. Remember, I told you I was the one who wanted to have the baby. She was so against having a baby out of college. I couldn't stop her. It was horrible. She left me. Well, when she got back here, she couldn't go through with it. She had Harper, and I was right there by her side, like I always was. We fell in love and got married. Maybe if you'd paid less attention to yourself, you would have known her parents own half this town. They have their fingers in everything. They're loaded. Did you know that? She was never after your money. She never said a word. Because she's not like you at all. She doesn't care about money. She never has. That's why I could never figure out what she saw in you. You seemed like a nice guy, but really, Parker, it looked like something terrible outside had wrestled his attention away from the condescending speech he was about to deliver. Oh. My. God. The landscapers left a beautiful little Mexican boy here. I craned my neck to see Chewie looking through the patio door into the house. That's my little brother, Chewie. I got up to let him in. Tell him they missed a huge spot by the pool, and there aren't any bees over there, so I don't want any excuses. Larry, did you hear me? He's my brother. He's not a landscaper. 
I walked over to the door and let Chewie in. Chewie, this is Harper's dad and a friend of mine from college, Larry Ringer. Chewie ignored the introduction. Holmes, she's crying back there. They both are. You should go talk to her. And like a slow train coming into the station, he continued. So if he's Harper's dad and you're going to be Harper's father? Cool. Harper looks just like you, Holmes, but in a good way. She's cute, actually. Not cute like I would date her, though. It would be like banging you. Larry couldn't hide his horror at the prospect of this beautiful miniature landscaper banging his princess. Chewy, I can't even tell you how wrong that is. And on top of all that wrong, you're her uncle. Larry, I apologize. This is my fault. I've been letting him talk like a sailor. I looked Chewy in the eyes. It ends now. Chill, Holmes. I got you. I wasn't as upset as I should have been at Chewie's horrifically inappropriate statement. Chewie was, after all, a teenager in heat, but I also couldn't get my mind off what Larry had just told me. Sarah loved me. Harper and Sarah walked into the house, and it was obvious both had been crying. Harper hugged me, which felt indescribably good, and then walked over to Larry and sat in his lap. Sarah looked at me and said, "'Your turn.' I guess I have some explaining to do. You surprised me at the store, and I want to apologize to the both of you if I didn't handle it very well. Chewie and I shrugged our shoulders. I didn't know what to say. I wasn't expecting her to be so calm. Larry, can you and the kids get a pizza tonight? Um, sure. Where are they going to stay? He pointed to me and Chewie. Chewie can sleep in the guest room, and Parker can sleep on the couch in the study. We can find something if it's too much, really. Harper said we could get a room in Holland. I felt like I wasn't Larry's friend anymore, which was weird because we had some awesome times at school. Larry looked at Sarah, who was looking back at him, and said, Nonsense. You two are welcome to stay in our house. Does he speak English? Chewie started in. What the fuck, Cracker? I was just... Dad, Larry, Chewie. Harper, Sarah, and I chimed in at the same time. Color me practical, but none of our landscapers do. Larry still seemed confused. I'm not a landscaper, Holmes. I'm a duke. Chewie had a soft spot for intermittent conflict, and I suspected this reaction was mostly for the attention it brought. You do have very good English, Larry said. You should taste his tacos. I cracked up as I delivered the line. I felt like it was time to let the air out of this bag. Larry was being an idiot, and Chewie wasn't offended. Harper and Sarah were flabbergasted until Chewie belly laughed with me and said, Thanks, Cracker Number 2. Everyone laughed. It was a nice break. Shall we take a walk and get something to eat? Sarah was talking to me, and I knew she was saying something important, but I was knee-deep in how beautiful she was and how glad I was to see her smile again. The best thing was, she was smiling at me. What? I'm sorry. I said, let's go. She pulled my arm and we started towards the door and despite all the time that had passed, it felt like we were together again, like nothing had changed, only everything had.